All right, gentlemen. Producer Chris, go back to your home. <laughs> All right, well, cheers to the first episode. Chris, you want to come out for the cheers? Come out for the first. Okay, whatever. Raise a glass to Popcorn Tribunal, episode Popcorn, one. Whatever. Chris? Yes, you were sent to your home. He's alone. It's nice, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, it's delicious. I've had better. All right. Well, let's get this. Let's light this fire. Uh, my name is Tony Telez, and welcome to Popcorn Tribunal. I'm doing full names now. Yeah, full names. Uh, Tony Telez. I don't want people to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, people. <laughs> Tyler, FBI. Um, Could uh, be in witness protection. You. So know. this is Popcorn Tribunal. Popcorn Tribunal is a. Discussion amongst friends about movies. And it's a casting. podcast about movies. It's and super original. Yeah, absolutely. There's none out there but us. There's 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 nothing out there like us. That's for damn. This sure. is my second podcast <laughs> about movies because the first one was so damn popular. What about the third one that never hit the hit the ground running? Yeah, I'm, I don't got a good track record. Cool. Not so we're gonna do a little introduction here. Um, like the I Taylor Kitsch podcast. I am Tony, and we're gonna turn Tyler's microphone off if he keeps talking over me. Well, <laughs> I am Tony. I am forty-two years old, um, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I've been a fan of movies all my life. I grew up a preacher's kid. Um, we could only watch uh, the Bible Channel, and we had to turn commercials down. So when I moved out, uh, I immediately started watching everything and anything that was out there. So I have a vast knowledge of horrible movies. Um, I don't have as much of a vast knowledge of great movies. For example, I hadn't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off until two years ago. What the fuck? Yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> so good. But um, so we're going to go around the circle and introduce ourselves. So we're going to give our names. Do we have uh, to give our fucking life story like nope, we did? I don't nope. want to do that. Names, age, and then... Um, we're going to do a little special thing where we're going to Chris say is getting a selfie in the booth. I saw that. <laughs> our favorite lunch meat. All right. Favorite so lunch meat. Name, introduction, and favorite lunch meat. My favorite lunch meat, by the way, is Don't uh, say bologna. prosciutto. I love prosciutto. You're making fucking words though. It's now. delicious. It's, that ain't it an is, animal. You it can, is a word. You can eat. No, it right. is a word. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to pass the buck to Alec. Okay. Um, it's my a name podcast. is. <laughs> he's pointing at me. We have a camera. My name is Alec Toombs. I'm 37 years old. My favorite lunch meat is probably corned beef. Corned beef. Y'all are fucking nasty. Dude, corned beef is delicious. <laughs> it's like a poor man's salami. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Succulent. Who said that? I, I too, am a lifelong fan of movies. And uh, my upbringing was quite a bit different than Tony's. My dad showed me Deliverance when I was 10 years old. Fucking A, man. Because (laughs) he thought it was hilarious. And additionally, uh, the doctor who took care of the real guys that the story was based off of, the son of that guy, the doctor, lived on the same cul-de-sac as me in Georgia. Shut up. Holy fucking shit. (laughs) Did he play the banjo? No, I mean, his dad... I think he was from the East Coast, actually, but uh, yeah. 
Could you imagine going trick-or-treating on Halloween in your little cul-de-sac and there's a guy sitting in the garage playing the banjo? Pretty mouth, boy. (laughs) Would you have watched Deliverance with your dad when you were 10? Um, No. No. Different strokes, different folks. Well, I mean, my dad is drunk and from Mexico, so he probably wouldn't have understood it. You were a preacher's kid. Uh, My stepfather was a preacher. Ah. Yeah. Apologies. And and no preacher's drink, so. None whatsoever. (laughs) Hey. Cool, Alex. Glad to have you, yeah. man. Thank you, sir. Alec. 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 I, I, I've been called worse, man. Alec. Okay. <laughs> Alec. Alec with a C. Can I call you Tombstone? Is that a thing? <clears throat> All right. I, so next wouldn't be the first one. Let's damn. go to producer Chris. Oh, crap. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this is producer Chris. We've Good known evening. each other for a bit. Yes. Hot minute. I believe I'm 36 years old. Um, I built this place. On rock and for run. this purpose, this day. He's only on the podcast because he knows how to deal with audio. You I'm also kidding. did a hell of a job. Um, this place is great. This place every, is awesome. If everyone would turn around, there's a large piece of paper on the wall behind me over here in my little room uh, that I paid tens oh. of thousands of dollars for. <laughs> it's an SAE certificate. So. S&M certificate. <laughs> yes, an S&M certificate. Yes, an S&M certified for that Yes, shit? and that room is behind the black curtain. <laughs> I don't like where this podcast is going. Is it a pleasure? What is behind the pleasure room? That is the laundry room. (laughs) (laughs) The laundry room. It used to be the swing area. Sometimes I launder very loudly. Uh, What's your favorite lunch meat, producer Chris? Oh, God. Um, (laughs) God is not a lunch meat. Favorite lunch meat. Can it be like a thick, thick sliced meat? Thick. (laughs) I like it thick. Now I'll talk into the microphone. Strong. Mm. I'm not going to touch it. So, you know, yes, it can be a thick touch meat. I love oh. a pork loin sandwich. A pork loin. Yeah, with a spicy mustard. Oh, okay. Holy Are we talking like a fried pork, pork loin? Fried pork? God, what is, no. Okay, my bad. Roasted, we are in Indiana. Got super offended just now. <clears throat> and last but certainly not least. Did I say anything about beating the shit out of it and frying <laughs> it? <laughs> are we still talking about your lunch meat? Okay, just making sure. All right, last but certainly not least is the baby of the show, Mr. You. Mr. Tyler. <laughs> Mr. Tyler. What do you want to know? Uh, well, your age. Um, tell us a little bit about you. Because it's important because we've got Alec, who's 37. I am 42. I'm 25. So we have different I'm 25. You happy? 25 years baby. old. I thought tell you were 24. No. No? <laughs> Somebody told me you were 24. Was it's it okay. Tony? It probably was. I believe it was TT. I don't know, man. We're not like... Oh. Oh, Chris is taking pictures. Wow. Hello. Oh, the magic fourth wall over here. <laughs> you are so not Ryan I'm Reynolds. Tyler. I'm 25. You don't need to know my last name. We didn't say your last name. What? You guys were all like, I said, I'm tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you want to know? <laughs> your favorite lunch meat, bud. Okay. Okay. We're actively recruiting for a third member of the Fuck team. Fuck you. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. What's your favorite lunch meat? I could go for a turkey sandwich right about now, like a panini. That's the kind of, okay. That's the style of sandwich, not your favorite lunch meat. Tell us a little bit about your association with film. Well, I grew up raised by TV because everyone else was too busy. And so I could uh, program a VCR by age two and just watch so many movies and TV growing up and then decided, hey, my life's going pretty good. Maybe I'll go to film school now. Where'd you go to film school? Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, where'd you go to film school? I don't. Liberty University. 
Don't worry about it. Did you serve under Franklin Graham? Fuck you. <laughs> My question is, how many times have you seen Fireproof? <laughs> I've seen it. Once. I don't watch it. I went to <laughs> anger management a couple years back, and they actually showed us. Doesn't that piss you off more? <laughs> now I just want to hear about your, your time in anger management. We'll talk about that later. so much about you. We'll talk about that later. I saw Fireproof once, and I met Kirk Cameron, and he's a dipshit. Nice. His, his sister. He, he and I share a birthday. His sister is How beautiful. do you know that? He was left behind. It's, it's weird. I, I share a birthday with Ernie behind. Hudson. I, share, I don't know. <laughs> the least popular ghost. I had Tom a buddy Cruise. in college Tom legitimately. Cruise. This buddy yeah. of mine in college thought Ernie Hudson in Ghostbusters 2 was Wesley Snipes. It's really sad. That's amazing. Did you hear? Do you he, think Ernie Hudson was the guy in Blade? I guess. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Did you hear Ernie Hudson tried out to be in the Ghostbusters cartoon and they're like, fuck you, and they got Arsenio home? What? <laughs> Speaking of Arsenio who, who, Hall, who are you going to call? As, a, as this is a quality, terrible segue, quality joke. Let's have a little conversation about some uh, some horrible news in the world today. Why? What kind of podcast? Well, is this I mean, shit? we're talking about the film industry and movies, and right. I want to I want to remember and okay. raise a glass to John Singleton. So oh, let's raise good our glass. Call. I can't reach. There's one. There's uh, one. I'm going to share a quick memory about John Singleton. I uh, I went to see Higher Learning. I was intrigued because it had Buster Rhymes in it, and I was a big. He's also in. uh, Which Halloween is he in? Uh, Resurrection. He karate kicks Michael Myers in the chest. So I wanted to go see it. So I went to see it, and I was the only white guy in the theater, and I went by myself. There is no shame in going to a movie by yourself. By the way, it's called um, master dating. Dinner in a movie by yourself. (laughs) So um, it it was a really good movie. I actually enjoyed the movie, even though it was kind of, you know, in that era where. The, the movie with uh, a predominantly African-American cast, and it was a predominantly African-American uh, audience, but it was a full theater. And I'll never forget at the very end of the movie, the message was just unlearned, right? And it was slowly typed on the screen. And um, the, the theater was silent. And it's probably the only time until I saw Avengers Endgame where there was a silent movie theater that was packed. And um, it was you pretty powerful. Infinity War? No, Endgame. Video War was the one that ended and everyone was silent. Good conversation. We're talking about John Singleton here. You started it. So anyways, at the end, um, it, it, was, uh, it was a very powerful moment. Um, I think it's cool that John Singleton was the youngest director nominated for Best Director mm. Oscar. 22. 24, 24. 22 when he made the movie. 23 when, when it was released. 24, 24 nominated oh, for Best God, Director and life. Best Original Screenplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, you know, here's to John Singleton. Rest, John, rest, rest in power, as yeah, Alec. Brown rest in power for sure. Um, Absolutely. Hell yeah. Do you have any John Singleton movie memories, Tyler? I wish I did. I would like to share. A That's few. cool. Like, yeah, why, go for Alec first. Yeah, Mr. Singleton meant a whole hell of a lot to me. Uh, I was a video store kid. Mm. Everybody there knew me. They would give me posters from the age of like twelve until I was well. Leaving for college, I had a Boys in the Hood poster nice. on my wall. My mom rented the movie for me at way too young of an age. Nice. And the thing is, I mean, it was 91, I think, when I saw it. So I was like 10. And uh, my mom always wanted to talk about a movie like that afterwards <laughs> and ask me what I learned or saw. And I, it was a very different world than what I was used to growing up in West Lafayette, Indiana. I just found the movie immensely powerful. And the fact that it came from... A man as young as Singleton was yeah. at the time is mm. mind-boggling. Yeah. So. Bright mind at such a young age. 
and he, and he did some other really good movies. Higher Learning was a great movie. I saw that in the theater when I was like 13 or 14, yeah. way too young of an age again. I, I had a mustache then, so they would just had a mustache me. at age 13? <laughs> well, I, I had to shave it. Dude, like I got carded for Blade 3 at 24, so screw you. <laughs> you got that baby Fred Savage yeah, face. Yeah. I was buying beer at 16 Jesus. without an ID. Like, well, I, I pretty much know you at I pretty What a great was, youth you had. It was, it was fun. So rest in power, Mr. Singleton. Yeah, uh, you won't be soon forgotten. Tyler, it's cool. You're young. We I've understand. Seen, fuck you. He's I've like, seen I, Boys in the Hood, and I'm not like you. I, I haven't seen all those movies. He, he's more funny. of a menace to society guy. Tell us about yeah. them streets. <laughs> he liked you some poetic justice, little Janet Jackson. Did you see, did you see Shaft? Yeah, Shaft. Shaft 2000. Wasn't that his Shaft. production company? That uh, was that really? Well, Singleton directed it. Did he? Yeah, he did. So he did 2000 Shaft? Yeah. Well, I am a Singleton. It is really Samuel motherfucking Jackson. I'm excited for the new one. That's the way to do it. It is really super sad. I think his last movie is Abduction, starring Taylor. Oh Lutner, my god! Which had a line in it. Uh, another person who's deceased. Uh, the guy from uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, Michael Nykvist, I believe is the actor's name. He was the bad she guy. Was not a porn star. He was the bad guy in Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. He's been a bunch of stuff. He was a bad guy in, J- in the first John Wick movie. Chris, can we get a guy? fact check on that one? Michael Nykvist. Anyway, he has Nykvist? a li- Nykvist? <laughs> anyway, he had a line to Taylor Lautner that my wife and I like to quote back and forth to each other, which is, I will kill all your friends on Facebook. <laughs> which oh my God, I, that's amazing. I almost pissed my pants laughing. That's when I heard it for the that is the worst, best line I've yeah. ever heard. That was amazing. That was amazing. Cool. Uh, Chris, you got anything to say about John Singleton? Well, I'm doing some fact checking in here. Um, in 2016, 2016, he did a movie about Maya Angelou and Still I Rise. Did we talk about that one? Uh, we did not. I, I haven't seen it, to be honest. 2016, I think that's the latest I can Does find Maya Angelou kill all her friends on Facebook? Okay, so we're going to move on from this topic. That's not how any of this works. The child is having a problem. Oh, <laughs> that is not my fucking name. I will leave. <laughs> Have you seen Too Fast, Too Furious? You're he directed in. that, yeah, too. He directed, <gasps> yeah, absolutely. I've seen way more John Singleton. The, the most homoerotic of the very homoerotic Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. That's why it's the best. Absolutely. <laughs> Tyler? Yeah? Don't uncross your legs when you say that. <clears throat> All right, so let's move on from the uh, the John Singleton discussion. Um we all saw, well, all of us except for producer Chris. A little indie picture. Had called, an opportunity uh, to see a little picture no one's ever heard of that happened to make $1.2 billion at the International like Box Office. Like a weekend. Yes, Julie. Julie. Starring <laughs> the, amazing, for some pie. the amazing Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I've seen Julie, but I haven't seen Have you really? I've never seen it. Movies. I'm proud to say that I've never seen it. Chris Watkins. You gotta watch it. Avengers Endgame. Hey, Chris right? Watkins not in that one. So Avengers Endgame, uh, the Russo brothers, it is uh, the end of a cycle of the MCU. And uh, Tyler and I had the opportunity to go see it in IMAX 3D. And um, Alex saw it in 3D as well. 3D, yeah. I forgot Standard it was format 3D? or IMAX? Standard. Okay. Did 3D do anything for you? A little bit. I, felt, I forgot after the first 10 minutes. I, I saw Shazam in 3D recently, yes. and I felt uh, the 3D was much more present oh, there. Let's not get started on Shazam. <laughs> I love that movie. Let's not get I love started that movie. on Shazam. I love that movie. This is why we have this podcast. Shazam, to me, was the DC Universe Deadpool, and it was weak. Okay, so moving on to Avengers. Not rated Endgame. R, and it's about children. You don't so, know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like an Amblin movie, essentially. Yeah, it's like an 80s kids movie. That's why it's great. Okay, good story. So um, 
<laughs> He's too young to remember the 80s. This conversation about Avengers Endgame um, may include light spoilers, but um, we will do our best to keep it spoiler free. Let's go spoiler free to start. And, okay. Mm. okay. Spoiler free to start. And then um, near the end of the podcast, we're just going to bust out with the heavy spoilers. Okay, and have one a, spoiler. Have a full discussion. I'll Batman cut some of those in later. Is not in the movie. Batman is not in the movie. Uh, wrong Ooh. universe. I'm actually going to go to Alec first. Alec, what were your what were your thoughts? Um, and then we'll ask you for a rating. Um, we're going to use a, a star system to start, and then we'll have a discussion with some of our listeners and see if Is they have recommendations. Five or ten stars. Uh, we're going to do five stars. Five so stars. out of five. So okay. let's um, have some discussion. Thought the movie was excellent. Uh, it would certainly be upper tier MCU for me. Um, the three hours flew by. I didn't feel like I was in the theater that, that my bladder did. Did you did you leave to pee? No, I had a thirty pounds mountain. Dew. I got hella nervous before the movie started and pissed twice during the trailers. This I did that too. This, this kid said he was dehydrated. He's like, well, I didn't. Movie. I didn't drink since ten <laughs> yeah. in the morning and we saw it at six thirty just to be safe. So uh, yeah, I love the movie. Um, it certainly gave certain members of the cast uh, a chance to shine that maybe haven't been given that chance in previous uh, Marvel movies. Can you tell us without spoiling it? Yeah. Um, I was really impressed with Karen Gillan and her uh, performance as Nebula. Yeah, I absolutely. thought she was great in the movie. Um, they really gave her a lot to chew into versus yeah. some of the other films she's appeared in thus far. A piece of that is absolutely a spoiler, but yeah, I, I agree with – not a piece of what you said, but the discussion that we could have sure. about it. Absolutely. Um, I was really impressed as well with uh, Jeremy Renner as, as Hawkeye. Um, so good. Yeah. They they really gave I thought a lot of the coolest action in the movie involved him and his character. Yeah. Uh he figured prominently into the intro in the movie, which I also thought was excellent. Yeah. Um heavy start though. I mean a little bit of a heavy start. It, it almost felt like a horror movie the To beginning. be expected too though, right? Coming in out of uh Infinity War, right? It it did a good job of building the stakes perhaps at a more personal yeah, level. And yeah. There was just some super cool action scenes involving his character. Uh, I felt like they let him loose more than they had in previous installments. Right. Would you say Joss Whedon held him back? No, I wouldn't say that. I just uh, Hawkeye is kind of a butt of jokes uh-huh. in this franchise, and but I if think you can make Aquaman badass. You know, anything's possible. Well, the thing about uh, Jeremy Renner that's not a spoiler is um, the character of Hawkeye actually evolves into. Um, I think it's called, I think his Ronin. name is Ronin. Yeah. And um, so that was actually kind of the evolution and the character that he played was the Ronin character. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, outside of Jeremy Renner, good. any other standout performances, Alec? Uh, I'm a big Ant-Man guy. Right. I thought uh, Rudd killed it in the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also thought he was a standout when he popped up in Civil War. Yeah. Um, he had a lot of humor to a movie that was – Fairly serious. I mean, granted, there, there was a lot of humor. Like most MCU yeah. movies, there is a good amount of humor. But uh, I think he and um, another character or two were were the primary sources of humor in the movie. Yeah, and we'll get to those two. Part of the discussion that, that's going on publicly about the movie right now is um, the ending of some of the arcs of characters. Uh, how do you feel about the endings? Do you think that they closed some chapters and opened some others that kind of fit really well, or would you rather have seen it a little differently? I think they closed uh, the the series as as well as could be expected. I'm excited about what they set up 
for future installments. Uh, Grant, I am a fanboy. Right. Uh, there's only a few of the MCU, MCU movies I'm not particularly fond of. Which ones? Um, my least favorite MCU movies are uh, Thor The Dark World. We'll get into that one. Yeah, we'll touch uh, on that. Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. I'm with you on mm. Iron Man 3. I don't know about Iron Man 2. I love Iron it's Man It's cool, too. though. There's some good performances in that movie. Yeah. I thought Sam Rockwell Sam was Sam Rockwell awesome. is that movie. Yeah. I thought Mickey Rourke was actually awesome in that I movie, really too. And he's bored. He's bored. <laughs> but I didn't like Downey in that movie. <clears throat> oh, he's... Really? He was a, l- a little pretentious, you think? I, I just... Like, for me... And I like Tony. Yeah. Um, they didn't go full demon in the bottle, and it, it suffers for he, it. He, he works best in the first Iron Man, right. in the Avengers, and... And Endgame, in my opinion. See, I, I think that Iron Man as a character plays better when he shows that weakness. And I think in two and and absolutely in three, there was no weakness to the character. It was almost full narcissist. No, he he's weak in three. I don't know, he man. Got the PTSD in three. I just don't. I just don't see it. I feel like you there was. Did you not like him in Civil War? I mean, it's a different side I, of Tony. I, uh, I thought he did a good job. I I sided with Cap in that movie. Fair. And and some of Endgame, I thought Tony was kind of being. A bit of a bitch, to be completely honest. Mostly in the beginning. <clears throat> Correct. But, I mean, he had reason to be. Yeah. But did you not? You didn't mention Infinity War either. We're not talking about Infinity War. I'm just, I'm just talking about the character. We'll touch, we'll touch on those MCU segment, films here shortly. Years. Sure. We'll touch on those shortly. But so, so arcs closed, new arcs opened. Are you excited about the Disney Plus shows that are coming out, recently announced? Anything of that sort that kind of intrigues you? For sure. The, the way the movie finished i'm very excited for the next installment of guardians of the galaxy 3 right oh, yeah 100 yeah. it's gonna be awesome and the fact that james gunn is back yeah directing it, it it's the way it should be i'll accept the delay while we wait for the new suicide well, I, squad i'm stoked for suicide yeah, squad too yeah, yeah i mean the reboot suicide squad part reboot cool part i am excited for quite a few of those shows uh i'm sure i'll watch all of them so I'm intrigued. Um, when I go see a movie, I usually like to see it twice. Uh, the first time I'll watch it for movie making, and the second time I'll watch it for story. Uh, I think Avengers Endgame was kind of the first one that I just watched to enjoy. Sure. Um, but from a cinematic standpoint, would you say that it was well well made? I thought it was beautifully made. Yeah, it was yeah. a, sort of a nostalgic stroll mm, through yeah. the previous 21 movies that led us here. 100%. Yeah, I agree. I thought... Uh, of the the movies the Russos have made, I think this is their best effort to date. Yeah, I can agree. Uh, out of five stars, what do you give it? I will follow my heart and not my head, <laughs> and give this five out of five stars. Five out of five. Woo! Yeah. Can we get a can we get a wee 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 noise? No, no, my <laughs> wee wee wee. Producer Chris is not ready. I'll edit that in later. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay. Um. Yeah, Check Tyler. That's me. That's you. Let's let's have your thoughts. I know you have some. I have some. Um, I know we held off. We got in the car, and he's like, "Do you want to?" Or we got out of the theater. He's like, "Do you want to talk like, about it now, or do you want to wait?" Majority of the stuff I want to talk about is spoiler filled, so we'll wait for that. But just for general thoughts, it's not as tight or uh, as flawless as Infinity War, but at the same time, there's more moments where I'm grinning like an idiot. <laughs> so. It's a toss-up between those two movies because this one definitely feels like three-hour-long movies back-to-back, kind of like how Django film. 
Sure. Kind of a bunch of small movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, here's this movie with the aftermath of the other films. Here's the middle movie where we're solving X, Y, and Z. And here's the last movie where we're wrapping everything Here's up. your hour long action sequence. Right, right, Enjoy right. yourself. Yeah. You're not wrong. Because <laughs> that's one thing. They keep the action till the very end. Right. You know, the thing I found about it was as soon as you start to get just kind of that subtle hint of. Okay, let's move on. It moved on. It felt yes, like it was I'll timed very now, well. People are player hating on the first act, and I loved it. Yeah, I did. I too. loved Absolutely. that we were able to live in the post snap world. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's a spoiler. The, the, that's the first, the first no. hour of the movie to me felt a lot like the HBO show The Leftovers. I can see that. I can um, totally see that. It was very character based, and we're dealing with the ramifications of half of Earth disappearing. Starring Liv Tyler. Well, that's like it's such a fascinating concept. So, like the fact that they were ballsy enough to let us live in that world before we get into yeah. the plot for a while, I respect the right. hell it, out of. It, it may not appeal to younger members of the audience. Oh no! And people were like, "And it's next yeah, day, it, punching." I'm like, mm. "Here's the thing: at the end of the movie, as we're waiting for the end credits kind of dinger, um, I see what you did there. At the end, <laughs> they had it came across, you know, and and a woman stood up and she goes, "We waited eleven years for that," and I'm like, "Absolutely, yeah, fuck that." We, shit. we waited eleven years for that, like. Oh, we'll get Who to that. We'll, that kid? we'll get to that in the spoilers. So I'm going to ask you kind of very similar questions to what I asked Alec here. Okay. Just to kind of All right. The moving. interview 2020 portion. Um, from from a from a filmmaking standpoint, you being the filmmaker, mm-hmm. what, what were your thoughts? I, I mean, I have some nitpicks with the movie, but they're this is a mammoth project and like right. to attempt this script and to shoot these things right. back to back and I not piss a, off hundreds yeah, of thousands a, of fans and the fact that they still took risks right that's ballsy as hell and i respect them so right. any problems i have with the movie don't give a fuck so now here's here's an interesting thing <laughs> when you go see a movie with tyler you know he'll get up and he'll be like oh my god that was amazing do and I, then he'll post fuck he'll, you. he'll post on facebook two hours later about how stupid something was in the movie sure and, well, that's and, me. That's my brain. Yeah, no, no. And, and, I, and that's I why I want to talk things. to you about it now because okay. you're, you're, you're seen ruminating. It twice. I've seen it twice. You've had I've some thought time about to think it. about it. First time I loved it. Second time, it's like masterful. Some okay. of the shit they've. they've did you like it better the second time? Like, did you find things that made you go, "Man, that's I, awesome"? And again, this is going to be more for the spoiler talk. But things that I was iffy on the first time, I appreciated more the second time, and we'll talk about that. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Out of five stars. 4.5 or 5? Because I don't want to be... I don't want to... There's no wavering I here, I don't want to blow my load too much and be like, it's perfect. You don't want nerdgasm right here in the But I really did love it. It's the first podcast and Alec is sitting across from you, so I feel free to blow. I thought it was indeed all that in a bag of potato chips. Okay, so, so what's your number? First, you want my last name? How about this? I'll throw you a bone. I don't normally go beyond half stars. Five yet. star. You, 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 want, you want to rock a 4.75? Yeah, if we can be yeah, unorthodox. Split hey, the diff. I'm fine There's a point two five percent where I'm like, there's some iffy things, but because d- let's like Infinity Wars, like five out of five movie. Really? Okay. H- hard disagree. Oh, let's talk about that. Can we talk about that? We'll talk about that in a second. All right. Yeah. So four point seven five out of five. Chris is giving me a thumbs up. I think he agrees with me. Yeah. I want to hear it. Chris is a sound engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll ha- we, we, we will have that discussion. We will have that discussion. Beautiful studio. Okay. <clears throat> I think right. that's a good thing to talk about, Infinity War versus Endgame. Infinity War to me was primarily a series of action sequences. I don't feel the movie had the heart 
can the I, depth. Can I say something just in, in response? Real no. Quick? Okay. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. I thought that too the first time I watched it, but when you view it as a Thanos movie where he is the protagonist and this is his three act structure, it's really fucking good. And I, I'll give you this. That's interesting. The, the more I've watched Infinity War, the better I like it. I just I was kind of turned off the first time seeing it because I know these folks aren't actually dead. I felt that way about but Ragnarok. Some of them are, and that's why it's great like I, there's real stakes yeah and i'm with you i i don't disagree i'm liking the movie more I, I've, like first watch i gave that movie four out of five stars and mm-hmm. to me it would be kind of mid-tier okay. mcu um first watch this one had a much more profound that was a great movie me. by the way first watch anyone ever seen that I, if I have it's been a while is that a horror movie <laughs> no it's about the coast guard it was terrible <clears throat> Baywatch? Are you thinking of the Guardian with Ashton Kutcher? No, I'm not thinking. You're thinking about Baywatch. Moving on. Moving Uh, on. My thing with with Infinity War is it functions better as a three-act structured traditional movie. But what's great about it is it's a Marvel movie where the first time you watch it, you have no idea where this fucking thing is going to go. I didn't, at least. Like, you don't know who's going to lose. No, is that because you're not a comic kid? I'm a comic kid, so I know something bad's gonna happen, and that's why it lives on a it ends on a cliffhanger. We don't right. know who's gonna live, who's right. gonna die, who's permanent, who's not permanent. Right. So, right. Okay. Well, I saw the same movie these guys did. Um, I had I had one very major issue with. The we'll movie. talk about that, I'm and we will to talk about this. that. Okay. We will talk about that. Alec think Alec thinks he knows it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. You don't know it. I don't know it. Um. So when we hit the spoilers, we'll definitely talk about that. But um. So I really I'm a big fan of sequels that feel like a separate movie, right? Examples? It, uh, well, this is a good example for me. It felt like okay. a separate movie, even though it was a continuation. You know, you start with a little bit of a let's let's step backwards in time. Let's show what happened, right? That's not a spoiler, there. right? Kind of, kind of, but we're not given specifics about. It. So you know, it kind of recaps it, but at the same time, it's a story that you haven't seen before. Of that recap of Infinity War. Oh, I see why they didn't call it Infinity War Part 2, because they're very different movies. So, you know, cinematically, it was dark when it needed to be dark. It was bright when it needed to be bright. It was yellow when it needed to be a flashback. You know, it had all of those great tones to it. I really liked it. Um, The the climactic moment, I thought, was beautiful. Um, I've never been hard for an hour, but there we are. You know what I've never been? I've never been in a movie where there were six rounds of applause. Throughout the movie, you counted them. I counted them. Damn, the final Six. action sequence of the movie kind of seemed to be saying, "Hey, Ready Player One, hold my beer." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, Ready Player One. And I yeah. like Ready Player One. And let's not touch that too much because that's a little bit of a spoiler. But uh, but I agree with you. <laughs> we'll touch on that. Why it's a, why right. I think it's a spoiler. Um, I'm actually going to go four and a half out of five. Okay. Um, and and I normally rate high. Yeah, me too. I wasn't expecting you yeah. to be the lowest rate, but I'm sticking at four and a half out of five. It's definitely top three in the MCU for me. Top um, five, easy. But it's not a five. To be fair, and you guys are gonna laugh at me. I think Ragnarok is the closest to a five that I've seen. That's a great movie. Can Loved we do it. the rankings soon? Because I I have a, a, a piggyback off of that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, well, All right. Well. Um. So you know, a four and a half out of five. Four point. Well, okay. You said five. Yeah. Four point seven five out of five. So I mean, I would say we enjoyed it. Sure. We're averaging out to his score of four point seven five. That's yeah. Out of five. That's holy shit. We are pretty high marks. Yeah, it's like four point eight three or something, isn't it? I don't think your math is quite right. Don't quite <laughs> agree with your police work there, Lou. <clears throat> so um, let's do top five MCU, and sure. we can discuss. 
who wants to go first? I'm going to let Tyler go first. That Holy shit. I want to preface this because I'm going to go backwards. Number one is a solid choice I won't back down on because I love it. And That's it's good not, math, by the way, Alec. Was it really? Yeah. Good for him. Um, the number one choice is uh, not only one of my favorite. Oh, dude, you should probably work the other way. Go five yeah, to one. Yeah, go five no, to I'm one. I'm prefacing before I go. Okay. Okay. So my number one choice is... Is, is my number one choice, but numbers two through five are pretty interchangeable. I'm sorry. Prefacing your list makes you a bitch. Let's go five to one. No preface. I'm a big bitch. Okay. <laughs> but again, you said it, not two, us. two through five, <laughs> pretty interchangeable. That's why it's so rough. Number five. Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Holy shit. It's great. Okay. And I love it the more I watch it. And there's some good callbacks to it in an in-game we'll get into. Give me a memorable moment from Thor Ragnarok for you. The fucking immigrant song. <laughs> the trailers. It's in the movie twice. Some people look at that as a drawback, but I could watch him fight to that no. song all day, every it, day. I got so hard in the theater. I'm like, holy whoa, whoa, shit. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> oh, no. We have to cut that out, too. <laughs> We're, we don't want to get copyrighted, producer. He was Chris Chris Hardsworth in the movie theater. <laughs> All right, number four. Avengers. The first. Infinity War. Oh, okay. Infinity War and Endgame are pretty... Because I said I think Endgame or Infinity War is a better movie, but I think I like Endgame more just because there's so much holy shit in it. Right, which we'll touch but on. But it's a clunkier movie, Endgame is. See, I don't know. I, I loved then, the flow. I thought it flowed really. No, well. I do too. But I can see why people are a little iffy on on the pacing and whatnot. Because that's that's the complaint I've heard more than anything that the pacing is off and on. But number three, in game. Okay, and we'll talk more about that later. Yep. Okay. Okay. And it was it was number two at one point, and it was number four at one point. But the more I thought about it, and after the second time, I'm like, split it, the difference. It deserves number three. Okay. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Volume two. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Okay. It's a, I was put off by it the first time I saw it just mm-hmm. because it's a, structured very different than the first because it's more of a hangout movie until the end. The first Guardians to me feels like a perfectly crafted oh, pop song. One. Whereas volume two is almost more like prog rock or something. Right. Justin Bieber but there's baby so much- versus uh, Despacito. Uh, okay. If I'm thinking more you. like Guardians 1 is like early Beatles mm. and uh, Volume 2 is The like, White Album. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe the Beatles once <laughs> wait, they were wait, really wait. into drugs. Back Uh-oh. on the prog rock, are we talking like Yes or Zappa? He's a music guy. We'll say Yes. I don't like I see you. What you did. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. So your number two was Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. Number one. Guardians 1. So Guardians 1 and 2. R one James and two. Gunn, I was so fucking pissed when he got fired, and because I wanted him to close that right. saga out, because I could easily watch one, two, Infinity War, Endgame. And I've got some three. news for you. He's back. I I, I know that. Making sure you knew that. <laughs> All right. So that's that's. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy five fucking times in the theater. Memorable moments about number one. What's oh, what's. Shit. What's <laughs> me, Mike? What's the what's the number one most off. memorable moment of your your favorite movie? Ooh, probably the dance off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the intro, like to that movie. I, even with the lifetime opening, 
which I was put off by at I, first I, when his fucking mom dies. I, I cry. Like, it, the, no, I do. I'm like, shit, I know everything about this character from the first five minutes when he's a child. Right. And he hasn't progressed much since, which is why he's a compelling character. And that's kind of his arc through Guardians movies, through the new Avenger, Avengers movies. All right. Let's move on to Alec. Okay. Alec, top five MCU. Let's go with number five. All right. My number five is going to be a bit of a controversial choice. Uh-oh. Honestly, uh, I'm kind of second guessing it, but I'm going to roll with it. Do it. My number five is Captain Marvel. Um, you say why? Yeah. And I'll get into this here in a second. Okay. okay. Um, to me, Captain Marvel actually served as a stronger piece of feminist empowerment than Wonder Woman did. I'm going to disagree with that, but you're entitled I, to it. It felt more relatable. It felt slightly more... I feel like I know Diana more than I know Carol. Can and we, I don't even think can Carol we, knows Can we Carol. clip that? It felt more relatable. <laughs> I mean, I'm a man. I'm a cis white guy. But for whatever reason, seeing representation of people who aren't me... Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. It's powerful. There's a lot of women in my life I care about. and I. Uh, Where did you go? I, I want to see them represented on screen. No, I, I thought uh, Anna Fleck and Ryan Bowden, the directors of the film, mm-hmm. brought a lot of their indie sensibilities to certain elements of it, especially the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Especially when they it actually, felt like an eighties movie. You, 90s, they were they were changing movie. film stocks. They they had interesting camera yeah. angles. That's true. It, it almost felt like one of their movies, like Half Nelson or something, when you're seeing the struggles Carol has overcome in her life. On, on the path to becoming Captain Marvel. Thoughts on Jude Law and his hairline? Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I mean, he was okay in the movie. What really uh, excited me about the movie was the chemistry between Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge 80s and 90s buddy action cop guy, and that's essentially... Yeah, you don't like Iron Man 3. I love Shane Black, but if, if, if I'm seeing a Shane Black movie, I want to see a Shane Black movie, not a sh- Shane Black... You know. I'm with you. Predator R.I.P. <laughs> uh, I agree with you, by the way. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, yeah. I feel like they go drinking on the weekends. And as a 90s yes. and as a 90s kid, just I thought the nostalgia in the movie was awesome. Her crashing into a blockbuster video. Yeah. I thought a lot of the needle drops in the movie were, yep. were excellent. Um, All the garbage song when she's on the motorcycle. <laughs> I, I like the Elastica. The, yep. mm, that was in Hackers. I don't know if... Fucking hackers, man. Okay, I haven't seen this, but I like what I'm hearing. You haven't seen hackers? <laughs> oh, no, no, with, the, with garbage and everything. You haven't seen Captain Marvel? I mean, the chick wears a, ni- so. a nine-inch nail shirt. Yeah, in the for movie. most of the movie, she's yeah. in a nine-inch nail like, shirt. She, she's, I don't know, she's a, ba- she's a bad bitch. Can I say my, my, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the kind of eternal sunshine thing where they're going through her memories? Just a heads up. It's still a fairly fresh movie, so we got to be careful about some I major spoilers. Of that. and That's not a spoiler. In the interest of time, maybe I should move on to my number four. Yeah, number four. Sorry. My number four is Iron Man. Nice. The first installment. Um, Mine was number six. Almost made it. I think John Favreau did a wonderful thing, yeah. taking a chance on Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Mm-hmm. at the time when they mm-hmm. decided to do this. I don't think there would be an MCU if they hadn't taken the chance on Downey. Downey couldn't get insured to make movies at the time because yep. of his criminal past. You know, Sam Rockwell was also up for the role. I know a ton of people were. At one point in time, they were going to make it with Tom Cruise. And Gross. I, I like Tom Cruise as an actor, but I don't think the movie would have the same charm and personality. From what I read, they offered it to Sam Rockwell when he had another project that he was working on. And Tony Stark, or Robert Downey Jr., was actually the second choice. And um, when Rockwell saw that they had cast Robert Downey Jr., he said, I have to be in this movie. 
I have to do something, and that's why he was in the, the second one. I love I love him as Justin. I, I I just found Tony so charming and funny in that first movie. Um, big ups to John Favreau. I think he's a great director. I mean Jumanji. Well, he didn't do that. He did Zathura. Zathura, my yeah. bad. Um, Wrong board game. <laughs> I've always liked Favreau. I liked seeing him get a bone, uh, a bone thrown to him in the new movie. I didn't know where you were going with that sentence. Um, <laughs> I just I think Iron Man's a hell of a fun movie. It's very loose and improvisational, which I think it's the funniest Downey has been in any of the movies. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. So all right, on that three. note, I will move. Uh, my number three is Avengers, the first one. Nice, um, great was- dialogue from Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was a fun movie. I, the action in that movie has become commonplace through subsequent MCU movies, but the first time you see that spinning shot around all of them the granddaddy yep. shot yeah. is mind-boggling. Yep. Did you see um, Chris Pratt posted a video on his Facebook? I did, I, I, yeah, you posted that. Yeah, I and then I, I, I shared we it today. It, you didn't post it was kind of cool because, um, like, everyone was in one room in the green scene and and he was like, this is a highly illegal video. Zoe Saldana's stunt double was there. Yeah, right. I was going to say, I was like, who's fake Gamora? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, shoot, that did spoil it. Go on. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. You started it. Tony started it. Yeah, that's true. That was you. All I said was everyone was in the room. Yeah. You said. <laughs> well, fuck me. God, <laughs> God damn it. All right, uh, number two. Number two, Avengers Endgame. Nice. Thought it was beautifully crafted. Thought it was really well acted. I mentioned some standouts earlier. I could add some others. They're a little more obvious. Uh, I think it's some of the best work Robert Downey Jr. has done in the franchise. Mm. I think it's some of the best work Chris Evans has done I was in just the about to say, what did you think about Evans in the movie? And I thought, and this is an element of the movie that's turned a lot of people off. I thought Chris Hemsworth was Hemsworth awesome. is a funny Hemsworth fucking man. fantastic. Like, fantastic. He shouldn't be as funny as he is for as good looking as he is. It's, it's not, not air, really yeah. fair. God yeah, put like all Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston is unbelievably funny. I think I'd almost rather fuck Chris Hemsworth today <laughs> than Jennifer Aniston today. He's not wrong. Disagree. Jennifer Aniston. I mean, I'm straight mm. as the day is long. It's my wife's like hall pass, this guy, and, and I get it. Oh, I thought you were saying it was your hall pass. No, not my hall pass. <laughs> my, my wife's hall pass. Okay. And number one. Number one for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. What? I think, I think we all agree it's the best. Guardians is the best of it's the MCU. It's a flawless, flawless The movie. most humor, the most heart. And these are the things in the MCU that really uh, blow my hair back when, when it's funny and when it moves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's only crime was being followed up by Age of Ultron. <laughs> It's the best soundtrack yeah. in all of the MCU. 100%. It's a great movie. Great dialogue. Great performances. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guardians was an easy five out of five for me. Oh. Easy. Six out of five if possible. Easy. Goes up to 11. <clears throat> all right. Well, mine's a little different than both of yours. Not really. Um, but we all have different tastes. So my number five is Civil War. That almost made it just to outside my list. Yeah, yeah, I really, so really, close. The, the the dynamic between Evans and Downey in that movie, man. Well, that final scene oh, is man. They got shafted that year. Yeah. They are they are flo- Downey. Yeah, is acting his ass off. Yeah, no, I I I I loved Civil War. There was there was a little bit of a of a of a forest sequence. It was a little wonky, but um, I did I'm with you. The standouts for me in Civil War were actually more the peripheral characters, like I. 
I liked Black Panther better in Civil War. I'm so him with you in his own movie. You know, Bucky, the Winter Soldier. Um, he had a couple of standout moments. Not a lot, but a couple of standout the, moments. The for real me. standouts for me in Civil War: Spidey, Spidey, yeah. Ant Man, yeah. Paul Rudd is a treasure. Falcon. Yeah. I thought Falcon was awesome in Civil War. And I actually thought he was kind of awesome in the new movie, too. To be fair, Falcon is the only character in the MCU that I do not like. He's fine. I think that they could have gotten someone better to play his role. He's fine. Do you have suggestions? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Outside of Black Panther. No, I gotta, would, yeah, I'm with you. He's great as Killmonger. But he doesn't bring the movie down enough for me to dislike no. him. Well, I think so. Mackie is naturally Funnier Mackie's than Michael B. Jordan. Than Michael, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's a great actor. I love him. That's yeah. a charming ass man. Mackie or Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Is this podcast like We're, just turning into who our man crushes are? This is very homoerotic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. We're United reenacting Queen. too fast, too no. furious, right? Since we don't have anyone to transition me to number four, I'll go ahead and transition myself. Uh, <laughs> you want, you're going through with the operation. Hey, is that bathroom boys or girls? We, we love you regardless. It's a progressive bathroom. Uh, Thor, Thor Ragnarok falls in at number it's four. so good. Just <laughs> missed my list. For, for me, I think that's probably the second best made movie start to finish. In the MCU, Interesting. yeah, okay. like I loved it. Like the the, uh, you want to talk about peripheral characters? Um, I can never remember his name, but the Rock Warrior, Eamon Korg, yeah, played by Taika Waititi, <laughs> yeah, the literal director it was perfect, yeah, perfect. You know Goldblum? the the, the scene, Goldblum, yeah, Goldblum, unbelievable. <laughs> you know the scene where Thor runs around the circular room, like just stuff like that. It was so perfect. And then um, I thought it was really cool. I just I just saw this the other day where Hemsworth was talking about the line where he says, I know him from work. Yeah, right? he's a friend from work. A friend from work. It was given to them by a, a um, Make-A-Wish kid. Make-A-Wish yeah, kid that came awesome. to the set. And I thought that was fantastic. But not only that, but it's like one of the best lines of the movie. It's in right. the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, yeah, definitely Thor Ragnarok. Can I say one thing about Ragnarok? Yes. I wish I hadn't spoiled the fucking Hulk and the fucking trailers because it could have been a surprise. They're trying to get asses and see. I understand not, not why the, they did it, right. but you know how because they don't like hinted him at all up until when he shows up. Right. So you would have had no idea. Yeah, that would have yeah. been mind blowing. Right. Thanks, uh, Disney. Number three, number three for me was Infinity War. Very cool. Yeah. I, um. So Infinity War was good. Um, it's great, actually. It's it's uh. I put Endgame and Infinity War as uh, you know right it's next hard, to each other. Hard, isn't it? Right next to each other. Um I, I preferred Endgame. Um, I did too. Ultimately. I I don't like movies that leave you. And um that even, ending though was so ballsy. Even though I knew it was going to leave you, you know, I just I just I want to see the next movie and I had to wait. I don't like that. So of course I have it. Um but then we move on to Endgame, which, you know, four and a half out of five is, is big for me. And um, I, I loved it. You know, I think it had the emotional moments. Um, I think Tyler had a couple tears. I had a couple. Um, you noticed then. I did. I had two pairs of glasses on. I heard fucking you go. 3D. <laughs> Shut up. Shut Wait, your you, goddamn you're, mouth. You're talking Endgame or Infinity War now? Endgame. Endgame. In, how many, how many Infinity times? War had tears. Did, cr- you, did you cry in Infinity War? At the War? ending? I cried a hell of a lot more at Endgame than I did at Infinity War. Well, it's, it's stylistically designed <laughs> to be that way. How, how many cries did you have? Don't worry about or it. Or maybe we can talk about it in spoilers. Yeah, we'll talk about it in spoilers. Yeah, no, I have to get tell you the specific moments. So we'll, we'll okay. Uh, I'm I'm a crier. Like I yep. will cry at movies. Oh, I did absolutely. I I, I shed a couple tears at one point in that movie. But there a, were other heavily emotional mm-hmm. moments for and sure. I cried 
either four or five times. I'm up. I'm up to five or six. I'm not gonna and, lie. And I had a buddy who saw it and told me he cried once every ten minutes. It, it got to that point. Wow. There's one scene where Rudd just nails it and tears your heart out. I think I know exactly what you're and talking. I ain't gonna fucking yeah, ruin we'll, it. We'll touch but on holy that shit. Yeah. And then my number one, we already touched on it, Guardians. You know, 100%. Start to finish, I think. I'm so pleased that we all perfect know movie. it's the perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our MCU. Cool. Well, I, didn't, I didn't create it. Nice Spikey. list, fellas. <laughs> Thank well you. Thank you. Nice. Just to I, clarify, we loved Captain Marvel. We just didn't love it as much as you yeah, did. Yeah, 100%. Captain Marvel is number seven. My my SJW tendencies sometimes no. come through, man. I, I I have such dude, a... Dude, talk about SJW. This kid, if Rotten Tomatoes says it's bad, even if it's good, you. he's like, I don't want to go see a Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I watch shit all the time. Yeah, he watched Hellboy. I watched Hellboy. Oh, I saw Hellboy opening night. I have yet to see Hellboy. It's a shit Hellboy show, is folks. The shit. I, what I is wrong with you? Not the old ones. Not the, the good ones. One. Those are flawless. That's why I was so pissed off okay. at this new one. Okay, Specify thought, the movie. I thought the new one was kind of a good, bad movie. But if I didn't love the comic books and the Del Toro movies, I would be totally on board and I could totally see where you're coming from, but it hurt too much. Awesome. Well, before we move on to spoilers, there's um, a free review of Hellboy for you kids. You're welcome. <laughs> before we move, move on to spoilers, theaters, um, probably. Uh, producer get it, Chris, get I'm going to give producer Chris a moment to chime in and just say anything that he wants. Still so, have that water. This is producer Chris's moment. Chris? Oh, God bless um, you. I have a lot of catching up to do, but I like Hellboy. And I watched uh, Ant Man and uh, what is it, Wasp? And what's his friend, the Wasp? Ant Man and, and the Wasp. wasp. Yeah, My wa- favorite part of Ant Man and the Wasp is the uh, when he's on the truth serum. Who's the Mexican guy? M- Michael hey. Pena. Oh, yeah. yeah, Michael yeah, Pena. You're allowed to say that. Never mind. Michael Pena when he's on the truth serum. He is the best and he's part telling of the movies. story. That's I've watched that Rod. YouTube clip. Rod and, Rod and Pena carry those movies. Yeah, I, I watched that last night while I was setting all this up. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, that was your first time. On that movie, yeah. Awesome. It's fun. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, a lot of fun. I could be controversial here real quick. It was actually my favorite superhero movie of 2018. Holy shit. Academy Didn't Award Ragnarok? nominee Black Panther Didn't and Infinity Ragnarok War. Come out in 2018? That was 2017. 2017. That was 2017. Shit. I, I preferred Ant-Man and the Wasp to Ant-Man. I did too. Humor and heart go Hella far with me, and there's, that movie has it. There's this much plot in that movie, and I did not give a shit. It, it, it was it was certainly an example of this trend that uh, people are talking about called nice core, where even the villains kind of not that bad. No, no, Walton Goggins. Well, I, I was talking about ghosts. I know you talked. Um, yeah. I mean, she was a villain by necessity. Yeah, this is like I like I, I was totally on board with why she was doing that. And that's the key to a good villain. I just thought the movie was super visually inventive. I love the shrinking and growing cars, the building as a suitcase, yeah. like all that stuff. It was just the scene where the uh, Ant Man costume was leaning against the building in Giant that, that Size. Was super, Randall Park. I loved that. Randall that Park cool. was He's super charming funny. in that movie. Yeah. 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 That was another free review of Ant Man and the Wasp for you kids. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Giving them out. Hand them, handing them out. My four and a half year old watched the end of that with me and he's like, I want to see the next one. I want to see the next one. Nice. It'll depress the shit out of you, young man. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, producer Chris. Um, Alec, Tyler. Tony. I enjoyed it. Cheers. Uh, let's let's have a let's have a sip. And then uh, let's get to talking about spoilers. I'll put some air on your chest.